Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis, Book 3, Chapter 32, on self-denial and giving up your own desires. Christ the Beloved, unless you completely renounce yourself, my son, perfect freedom cannot be yours. What chains bind those who think only of themselves, love but themselves, the greedy, the inquisitive, the gadabouts, those who look for a soft time and not for Jesus Christ, those who spend their time planning and fashioning things which have no permanence. Yes, everything that has not come from God will pass completely away. Here's a little bit of sound advice. Give up everything, and you shall find everything. Renounce desire, and you shall discover peace. Turn that over in your mind. When you have done what it says, you will understand everything. The learner. Lord, that's not going to be child's play. There's more than one day's work there. That short saying sums up the whole of religious perfection. The beloved. My son, you must not turn away and immediately lose heart at hearing the way of perfection. On the contrary, it should be a challenge to you to aim at a higher way of life, or at least to fill your heart with longing for such a life. If only that were so with you, If only you had reached that state where you would no longer be a lover of self, but simply stand ready to do my will and that of the man I have set over you as your father. You would be highly pleasing to me, and your whole life would run its course in peace and joy. You have still many things to give up. Unless you make them over to me in full, you will not get what you ask for. My advice to you is to buy from me gold refined in fire to make you rich. By that, I mean heavenly wisdom that treads underfoot all the base things of earth. Put earthly wisdom behind you together with all desire to please others or yourself. What I have told you to do is to acquire what in men's eyes appears worthless instead of what they think valuable and important. True heavenly wisdom seems utterly worthless and insignificant to them. They have almost forgotten it. It holds no high opinion of itself and does not ask for human praise. It is often on the lips of many people, but goes no deeper. Their lives are completely at variance with what they extol. Yet it is the precious pearl which is hidden from the eyes of many. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, my guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, 
teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, child of Mary, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father and the Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Once again, in Thomas Kempis, we find two sides to his approach. On the one hand, he's telling us to say no. On the other hand, he's telling us to say yes. What's he saying that we have to say no to? We have to say no to ourselves. And what do we have to say yes to then? Perfect freedom. He's saying we have to say no to thinking only of ourselves, to loving only ourselves. Say no to simply thinking money makes your life happy, or knowledge will make your life happy, or being a gadabout, just going all around, talking to everyone, traveling. You have to say no to an exclusive desire for those things, and yes to what? And this is the key. This is the secret to the whole book. We're saying yes to Jesus Christ. That's who we think of. That's who we're looking for. Why? Because he remains forever. And so this is the wisdom that Christ teaches. He who loses his life finds it. And he who finds his life loses it. In other words, when we try to hold on to our life the way we want to construct it, when we try to cling to what we think is the really important thing, we lose what God is trying to do with us. But when we lose what we used to think was so important, our self-constructed life, when we give that up, when we stop trying to make our life what we want it to be, and we allow the Lord to take over, we find everything. We find everything. We find Christ, and in him we find ourselves. Because each one of us is an individual member of his body, a unique, irreplaceable part with a unique, irreplaceable mission. And in finding that, we find our connection with all the other people. Now he says, this is not going to be easy to deny ourselves. But notice how balanced he is again. He says, this isn't a one day job. Rome was not built in a day. And so he says, if only you could desire it at least. He says, look, I'm putting before you something that should seem impossible, that should seem way beyond where you are right now. And why does he do that? Because he wants to challenge us to aim higher or to at least fill your heart with longing for such a life. And he says, if only that were in you, if only that desire were in you, then you would no longer be a lover of self. And so let us ask the Holy Spirit tonight on this Pentecost Sunday 
to put in our hearts a desire for a holier way of life. Let us ask the Holy Spirit to put in our hearts a desire to live for Jesus Christ, to look for Jesus Christ. The main thing is to aim higher. The main thing is to not give up. The main thing is not to say, I'm where I'm going to be, and that's all I'm going to be, and I can't go forward. No. We can go forward if the Holy Spirit helps us. If the Holy Spirit guides us. And all we have to do is little by little cooperate. One step at a time. One little moment at a time. One day at a time. And slowly, gradually, we'll become what we desire to become. True friends of Jesus Christ living for the glory of the Father and the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.